Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys and welcome to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass podcast episodes. Thank you so much for joining me today and today I really wanted to share with you my experiences of spiritual healing and what things I've tried, what things worked and what things maybe didn't have the effect that I thought they would or that I probably wouldn't try again. So I have unintentionally be doing spiritual healing probably over five years ever since my spiritual awakening um and even before because I've only been spiritually awakened for three years now I found these spiritual healing practices and we're doing them without even realizing and it's not something I went in and was like I want to heal or I have a really specific thing that I want to heal it's been more of a case of I've been guided to these practices or guided to these sessions and things have come through or healings occurred and I've thought oh that really works and oh I didn't even know I needed to heal that or I didn't even know that was a problem or anything like that. So I wanted to share with you today the different healings I've gone through, uh, different things I've tried and what has really helped me to expand up level and without even realizing, you know, come into awareness and have downloads and be a really clear channel for myself from the universe. So it all started about five years ago when I was with my first ex-boyfriend. I was absolutely not spiritual in any <laughs> in any way. And I, all of a sudden, like I had really bad anxiety and depression and I was very housebound at the time. I couldn't leave the house. I had got myself into this absolute mess of anxiety and I wasn't working and I just didn't know what to do with myself. And I don't know how I came across this woman, but I'm pretty sure it was on Facebook and or someone recommended it to me and it was to try Reiki. And at first I was like, I don't, thinking back, like I honestly can't remember how I was thinking at that time, but honestly, like looking back, I don't think I realized Reiki was a spiritual practice. I don't know what I thought Reiki was, but I don't think 
I thought, oh, this woman's going to be tuning into my chakras and like channeling energy. Like I really, I don't know what I thought I wa- it was, but I don't think I was certain it was spiritual. So when this lady came round and she got out these crystals and she was, you know, doing energetic clearings, I think I was like, hmm, this is kind of weird. I've never done this before, but what this woman did for me was shifted a lot of energy in my stomach, the knots in the stomach, my anxiety. And that day for the first time in a while, I was able to leave the house by myself, go to the shop, do my couponing, which famously got me to where I am today. And it only really worked for a day. I think the next day I remember going straight back into um, my anxiety and kind of not feeling the results. But that day, I absolutely noticed a change, I felt better, but for some reason I didn't keep it up. I think because I only saw like a day's worth of improvements, which is probably naive, but again, I wasn't really, I didn't really know much about Reiki or what it could do for me. I think I just kind of thought, oh, it didn't work, forget about it. So I forgot about it. Then over the years I saw psychics, um, which I don't really class as like spiritual healing as such. you know, just to kind of give context of this type of things I went to. I went to quite a few psychics and then that's how I met Rachel. Um, And then I guess the kind of alternative ways of spiritualism kind of came to me two years ago as I was kind of like on my journey to finding Mr. C and Mr. Right. Um, They're the same person, by the way. I may have just thought they sounded like two different people. No, definitely one person. And it started off, I had a numerology reading, which I don't really feel was healing. Um, If anything, it was just more explorative of finding my numerology and kind of what numbers were significant for me. And then a couple of months later, I had a past life reading. Um, So I came across this lady who I think came from my numerology lady, I'm pretty sure. And I had read about it in Rebecca Campbell's book about a past life regression. I was like, yes, this sounds like it's for me. So I went to a lovely Welsh lady called Rachel, not my psychic to (laughs) not confuse things. Um, And I had this kind of past life regression therapy or session, whatever they call it. And, And it was weird because although I had visuals, like I didn't have any past life stuff come through to me. It all came through to Rachel. So I just had really loving messages from my future daughter who I've been connected to for quite a long time. Um, and just really loving messages from angels, from my Sharik record holders, um, or keepers, should I call them? And yeah, just like loved ones. It wasn't really a past life regression to me, but Rachel told me some stuff, some stuff resonated, some stuff didn't, but altogether, like, I didn't really feel it like changed my life that reading, if that makes sense. Like I found out some really interesting stuff, but I don't think anything, you know, I I don't look back at that session and think, wow, that was the best session to ever happen to me, if that makes sense. So I think I kind of got put off past, past life regression a bit, just because I kind of thought, well, I didn't really get much out of it. You know, I was told one or two lives, but you know, I didn't really know what to do with that, if that makes sense. Um, And it just wasn't really life-changing information that could help me in this life, if that makes sense. Whereas I know that some people have past life regression therapy and it's transformational, it really helps them as such. And I remember what Rachel, my psychic had said to me quite a long while ago was that a lot of, like basically everything that happens to me in this lifetime is from this lifetime. Like I haven't carried any baggage forward. So I kind of thought maybe that's why that I just don't have a lot of past life traumas or issues coming up in this lifetime that maybe I just don't connect to it as much as what other people would get from having the same session. 
So after that, I don't think, I'm trying to remember the timeline actually of all of this happening. Um, I think my next real kind of spiritual session was when I qualified in Reiki the next year. So this was last summer I qualified in Reiki. And that was, although it was qualifying, it wasn't like I had it done on me. Obviously my attunement definitely triggered healing within me for sure. And, you know, this was around the time as well that my twin flame journey really kicked off. So um, yeah, there was lots of learning, lots of learning, lots of up leveling. And from my Reiki attunement, which is actually really common for people who get their Reiki attunement, I actually gave up alcohol. It just oh, my body did not agree with it. One day I was fine. And then as soon as I was attuned, it was definitely not fine. Um, So I gave up alcohol and I'm really glad I have. I've given up for a year now and I'm actually just like really grateful that I have given it up. I don't miss it. I don't feel, I don't have FOMO. It's literally like I've never even had it. Like I love soft drinks. I'm not jealous of people who drink. I have my mocktails. Like I work around it and I'm really, really, I don't know. I just feel a lot, a lot clearer, I think, if anything. Like, I feel that alcohol for me personally was just like holding me back, Um, you know, and I know a lot of spiritual people who do drink. So it's not a case of you must give up if you wanna be spiritual. I simply gave up because it was making me feel really crappy and it made my vibe feel crappy. And I just worked so hard to like build my vibe up and keep myself sane through my twin flame journey that I was like, I just really don't need this like, you know, extra fuckery as such to my vibe. Like I would rather help myself if I can, if that makes sense. So I'm really glad that I did give up drinking and my Reiki attunement was, you know, I think a really expansive time for me to learn an ability like that, to be able to help people. And I guess it's, you know, I went through a lot of healing as well. So obviously my twin flame journey in itself is a whole healing experience. If you're a twin flame, I hear you going holla, literally like, yes. So that in itself has been a healing experience for sure. Um, And then really, I guess my next kind of spiritual experience I had in healing was actually with my friend George Lizos who I went to because I came across his work through a lot of my friends because we're all kind of in the same kind of circle and he had a workshop all about spiritual protection like if you're having psychic attacks and at that time it was a weird weird time there was a lot of weird energy around me and a lot of things had cleared out of my life and I had noticed that I was having psychic attacks and I was like, right, I need to like learn to protect myself, learn to clear this and sort my vibes the hell out. So I went on George's webinar and that for me was like amazing. Although again, it wasn't like a healing session as such, it was a really informatic webinar, which gave me tools, which have literally changed my life in the sense of being able to protect myself every day, send back energy attacks, clear energy attacks and you know, keep keep my energy clear basically. So for me, like that definitely was a, a pinnacle, I guess, in my healing journey because I was able to protect myself and learn why we should need to protect ourselves. So for anybody who actually wants to listen to that, um, George did come on my podcast and he's done some really good tools for you about spiritual protection. So make sure to go and listen to that. So after I had that webinar with George. Um, Me and George became like really close friends. um, And in January on my book launch, 
um, I hired a lady called Emma who came to my book launch and did psychic readings. Now she only hired her because she was local. Like I wish I could have got Rachel there, but obviously she lives quite a few hours away from me. Um, and yeah, it just worked out perfectly that Emma could come and do this. So I had a great reading with Emma and she was like, who's George? And I was like, what, you meet my friend George? And she was like, yes, like you need to go and see him. Like he's really gonna help you with your healing. You need to go and see him more. So I was like, well, that's clear as day. I mean, you know, for someone to pick up on my friend, like that's clear as day. So I booked in a reading with George and um, he has quite a few like different options. He had past life regression. I was like, absolutely not. Like, you know, it's not for me. I didn't really feel that's what I need. So we kind of did a reading slash I guess coaching session as such, a spiritual coaching session on me on what I need to kind of be working on this year. Um, Cause I wanted some clarity. I wanted some kind of direction. And although he, I think he was like really good with me in the sense of he knew that I was there for answers and the universe didn't want to give me said answers at the time. And he was just like, look, you need to take back your power. Like you go to psychics, you go to all these sessions, but like, what are you really searching for? And it really awoke me to actually, yeah, like I need to just actually deal with all of this internally first. Um, And yeah, like that's my journey to deal with it internally, not seek answers externally. And kind of the whole theme of 2018 had been giving my power away to others and this, you know, the start of 2019 was reclaiming my power, like stopping this kind of energy intrusion and really reclaiming my power and trusting myself, you know. And I swear by this quote that I read time and time again of a healer is not someone you go to to be healed. They simply remind you of your inner power so you can do your own healing. And that really kind of resonated with me in the sense of I had to reclaim my power and know that I could give myself the answers that I wanted. Like I could tune in, I am just as capable, like I can do this. So that was a really, really good session for me to be able to realize and also have direction given to me on what I needed to focus on, not my future, not what was gonna happen with any, like any part of my life, just what I needed to do over the next few months in myself and in my healing journey. So George, although like didn't give me a healing session, like literally gave me an action plan of the healing that I needed to go within and do. And it was really useful for me because I think that's something I kind of sort of suffered with. Like I didn't know what I was going in to do in healing. Like I'd done wound work before. So a couple of months prior as well, I had done some wound work with Lisa Lister's work and various other people's work. And that was again, really healing for me to be able to heal my womb space, become at peace with my femininity and my divine feminine and to embrace it as well. So 2019, the start of, was really my divine feminine journey of going into that space, aligning with that space and, you know, working with that space and creating that balance between my feminine and masculine. So that's also like another healing that I've done as such of my divine feminine wounds. Cause I absolutely think before that I was very in my divine masculine. Um, you know, that's, that's why I am where I am today, like good old masculine. And I want, I desperately wanted to move into that feminine space and to, you know, become the wife and the mother that I always wanted to be in that feminine space and even manifest in feminine space also. So George, like I said, gave me a great list of like action plans of what to do healing wise and what I really needed to work on within myself. He 
didn't tell me how to do it. He didn't like say anything. He was like, you know, just go and do this, follow the breadcrumbs, go and do this healing because this is what you really need to focus on. So having something like that was really clear for me. And then all the kind of like healing things came to me. So I think over the last four months, I've probably done a lot more healing as such with help um, than I have over my whole spiritual experience because not that I necessarily like needed it because like I said before, it's not like I have like a physical illness or there was anything that I really felt like I must heal. It was really a case of like spiritual exploration and wanting to, I don't know, like I just wanted to go and try these things. Whether that was the universe leading me to these healers, who knows, or like, you know, whatever spiritual sessions. But it was a case of, there wasn't really anything that I knew I wanted to heal, but these things kind of came up naturally within our sessions and within these journeys as such. So equipped with George's like task list, um, I then decided to book in with Emma, the lady who did the readings at my book launch party. Um, as she lives really locally and she does Reiki, Reiki, crystal healing and sound healing. So for me, I really wanted a spiritual MOT as I call them. So whenever I go to Emma, I'm like, come on, I need a spiritual MOT. I need a bit of everything. Just need a bit of judging up. Um, need a bit of my chakras looked at. <laughs> so just like I would go to a doctor for like a body MOT, um, I go to Emma for a spiritual MOT. So I loved those. And my first experience was in January of this year and it was heavy. <laughs> like there was a lot of energetic residue from a lot of the energy vampires that I had cleared out of my life last year. Um, and psychic attacks and things like that and I had this like horrid pain between my shoulder blades when she was doing it and I was like Emma I've got to say like there's this horrid pain between my shoulder blades and she was like have you had any psychic attacks recently and I laughed and I was like yeah just a few I've just been working on them like just a few and she was like right um so that session I actually had with Emma wasn't as kind of peaceful I think as it may have should have been it was obviously quite heavy there was a lot of clearing a lot of purging um and I, I'm bloody glad I went obviously because you know I don't want that in me <laughs> like that can come out thank you um and she said you know a lot was around my heart chakra um you know she's like geez that was heavy so she was like you know I've done you a chakra MOT realigned your heart chakra you know pumped up your divine feminine she said your divine feminine was a bit down so I've just like done a bit of Reiki on that to kind of align it so it was really good actually to like hear Emma kind of give me a, a summary of what she'd done and I was like wow like that's how I've been feeling like she's obviously the real deal because you know she's saying all of these things that I know that I needed to work on and I could feel so afterwards what I really want to tell people is because I had no idea literally my friend Hannah who you guys will know quite well if you follow my work she warned me of this once I came out of the Reiki session so not before which would have been useful <laughs> after the Reiki session when I called her up and tell her how, told her how it went she was like yeah you may go through something called a spiritual crisis or a healing crisis and I was like sorry what <laughs> I thought I just went for healing what do you mean I'm gonna have a crisis what the heck does that mean and they normally say that 48 hours afterwards like a deep deep healing you can go through what's called a healing crisis where 
everything comes up. Um, it can be quite intense and obviously everything comes up to the surface to be healed. So you kind of think that it would be dealt with in the session, but it actually comes up 48 hours, maybe even 72 hours afterwards. So the two days following that really intense session, now what I want to say is like, that was an intense clearing, like that had to happen. And even Emma said, you know, she doesn't normally like do that in, in a Reiki crystal kind of sound healing session. Like, you know, I had to get this energy out of me that had been sent to me. It was horrid. And I went through probably a real dark 48 hours of weird, weird thoughts, which I knew weren't my own. Um, and just weird, heavy energy lingering and just weirdness like I don't I don't want to say like I felt out of body I definitely don't felt I didn't feel out of my body but I didn't feel healed put it that way I honestly was like are you sure because I feel like Emma hasn't taken anything out I feel like it's worse and Hannah was like nope it's definitely working just trust it like just look at all of this in 48 hours time and then you can judge whether it's worked or not and lo and behold a couple of days later it did just shift and I felt my happy self again and I felt a lot lighter and as the weeks went past I noticed massive massive changes in my energy how I felt I just felt free again which was great so that for me was a really powerful session and the reason you know Obviously I'm trained in Reiki and qualified in Reiki, but you know, I said to Emma, it's never the same when you do it on yourself. And she was like, I absolutely agree. And like something like that needed a professional to really help me and to help me understand sound healing and crystal healing too. Cause I was really intrigued by those two and I really feel all together. They all really helped me during that time. So after that session, um, once it cleared, I was like, wow, I can really, really see the benefits of this. Like, this is really good. So I kind of had the intention to go back to Emma quite regularly, but I guess I was just kind of waiting for that moment to feel maybe out of whack again, or just, you know, notice something where I'm like, oh, I think I should go and have that looked up, which is kind of ironic because I swear, like, if my body or like my teeth or dentistry, for instance, like I probably wouldn't even go to the doctor or the dentist, but as soon as I'm like something spiritual out of whack, I'm like, I need somebody, I need a healer. I'm like, Emma, you should probably really like transfer this across to your physical health and like teeth health as well. So I kind of find it funny that anything spiritual that I'm like, yes, oh my God, need it looked at, need it healed. Come on, let's find this person where I'm like, you can do it yourself. It's something like bodily or, you know, obviously Reiki can help with physical things as well. But say your teeth, for instance, like you need to have that looked at. <laughs> so um, it was actually a couple of weeks ago, I felt a little bit out of whack again. And I went to Emma. Now, since January, since I've been working with George on spiritual protection, energy protection, um, and obviously clearing with Emma, I put up a lot of blocks Um so people can't reach me without my permission. Now, if you want more info on this, I did speak about it in my previous solo cast, The Pressures of Social Media, how I don't like anymore that just randomers who aren't even like loyal followers, I don't think, you know, I've never spoken to them before, like were just messaging me and saying, I've read you, I've tuned into your energy. And I'm like, hell freaking no. Like after last year and what I've learned with psychic attacks, I'm like, nobody is coming near me without my permission. Like this is just not on, it's non-consensual, like it's not okay. And you know, when I was telling George about this, he was like shocked. He was like, this is like not okay. And I was like, I know, but 
what can you say? Like, what they're saying so off anyway. Like, what? And he was like, you know, just trust the universe has, like, protected you and, like, protected, you know, your life and everything. And that, you know, only people you do give permission to can read you. So I actually went in and did a lot of, like, energetic boundaries and, like, put up a lot, a lot of protection. And even intended that, um, that people, you know, can't read me without my permission, that what they will receive is off, it will feel confused, and they will not be able to read me without my consent, because I was like, just felt so strongly about this. So again, as I mentioned in my previous podcast, I said that I had a spontaneous reading with a friend psychic, and it was hella bizarre. <laughs> and so I was like, although it kind of made bits of sense, it was like not, it didn't make a lot of sense. And I was like, okay, Either my protection has really worked because obviously I didn't have time to really like get to know her, vibe her, give her energetic permission. It just kind of happened. So I kind of thought, right, just write it off. Maybe it's the protection. Maybe it's just, I don't know. It didn't, uh, it didn't resonate with me, put it that way. So I then went back to Emma a couple of months later, which was a few weeks ago, and had another absolutely bizarre reading. Um, and it was like that bizarre, like it was almost hilarious because I mean, I don't really wanna say what she said, but um, she basically said that someone close to me was on drugs, which is like the furthest away from the truth if you knew this person, like there's more chance of me being on drugs and just crazy, crazy things. And I was like, this is like not resonating with me at all. And I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to be rude, obviously. But then obviously we had it. I basically went for my general Reiki spiritual. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. MOT, but I kind of had asked her a few questions before. Um, so I just thought, right, write all of that off. Okay, just trust your inner guidance, Emma. Trust your inner voice. And I really felt it was the universe saying, okay, what are you going to trust? What someone tells you or what you feel, Emma? So I kind of wrote it off and was like, right, let's just get on with the Reiki. 
And in that Reiki session, it was okay. Like it definitely was a lot more enjoyable than the first time for sure. And even that time, like I definitely didn't feel any after effects. I th- and you know, even Emma said to me, your chakras were perfect. She said, you know, literally didn't even need any looking into. She said, you know, I've realized a bit of your energy, put a bit of this in, put a bit of that in. But she was like, overall you were pretty good. And I think that definitely did resonate with me because I knew I didn't feel out of whack. I think I just felt unclear on things. I just wanted a bit of direction and a bit of alignment and thought that that would kind of help me if that makes sense. So I think after that like bizarre reading, I was just kind of like, right, you don't need anything else, like just stop. So I had booked in, basically I'm doing a retreat in Dorset this July, if you don't know, and it's called the Spiritual Queen Retreat, and it's going to be a wellness retreat, like a one day wellness retreat full of yoga, chanting, meditations, inspirational workshops, and a gong bath. So a couple of my followers who are quite local to me had recommended Scania's gong baths before, and they, she actually does them in my local town. And I'd kind of thought about it, like literally for probably the last year, I've been on and off about wanting to go, never booked in, never had anybody to go with. And I was like, oh no, just didn't work out. So this time around last month, I was like, oh, I I just want to book it in. It would be nice to test it out before the retreat anyway, just to say I've tried it. And obviously know that Scania is like good and stuff, because obviously you don't want to bring someone to the retreat. And I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like you want to make sure they're kosher sort of thing. So, you know, a lot of my followers had said like go try them out like she's really good like definitely try it out before your retreat so I went and booked in and it was a month away and then obviously I had my kind of session with Emma last week and then literally today I'm recording this the same day because I think it's important I feel drawn to do it so I'm trusting that I had my first gong bath now I've had like Tibetan bowls um kind of done in my sound healing before I listen to a lot of like Tibetan bowl music on YouTube So I'm not unfamiliar to the gong sound or the kind of vibration. (laughs) I'm not an expert on this before you will quote me, but basically a gong bath for those who don't know what they are. You're not in a bath, just to clarify. That is one of the many misconceptions I had when I first wanted to book in. You're not in a bath. You are just led on a yoga mat, like with cushions, pillows, blankets, whatever you want to bring, make yourself comfy. Um, And there are big gongs where the person will just do some gonginess for an hour or so. So our session was an hour and I had absolutely no expectations. I was like, I don't know what to expect here. So I'm just going to go. And I went by myself. I was so freaking proud. I was like, look, you can go by yourself and enjoy this. So I met Scania, she was absolutely lovely um, and I just felt really connected to her and her work. So I was like, yes, the universe has led me to a good in here for the retreat, which is good. So when the gong started going, it scared me. Like, I don't know why, like, I just felt really uneasy. And I was like, this is really weird. Like, why am I scared and anxious by a gong? Like, Jesus, Emma, like you've gone through well worse in your life. And it was this one gong that was freaking me out. It's a very earthy, deep, grounding tone. And I mentioned it to Scania afterwards and she was like, it's because it's a very like earthy grounding. And she said, because you're very like high vibe, work with the angelic realm a lot. And you know, I fully admit that, like I'm very like up there rather than grounded, if that makes sense. Like I do have to make a real big effort to ground myself. She was like, you've probably just not experienced a very earthing, grounding, deep, deep earthly tone before. 
And I was like, no, and I said it was weird because it really scared me, but I relaxed into it. My intuition was like, ground yourself into Mother Earth right now. So I did that and connected up to Father Earth up like up there or spirit, whatever you want to call it, universe. So that's what I did and I instantly felt held. And over this hour, like, Jesus Christ, like, I had the most deeply healing, transformational journey of my life. Like, I can't even begin to tell you. And it cost me £10 out of everything I've done. Now, you know, I've enjoyed everything I've done, but I think the one thing that has hit me the most and, like, given me so many breakthroughs and healing is actually a £10 gong bath over anything I've done. Now, I'm not saying I've spent thousands and thousands, I absolutely haven't, but over my, like, period of time, like, I'm like, wow, like, the cheapest thing of all has been the biggest thing to work for me, if that makes sense. It's really weird because in the gong bath, it was like I couldn't even move, like I had no choice. And Scania was actually telling me that it switches off the left-hand side of your brain. So like you have no choice. You are there and you are experiencing, like you have no choice. And it's not scary. I just want to reiterate that it was not a scary sensation. It was like a held sensation of I felt so supported, so held and so loved by Mama Earth and Father Earth, like up above, down below. And I was like, wow, like this is like deep stuff right now. And like so many visuals came to me, so many downloads came to me, so many kind of like future prediction-y things came to me as well, advice, um, so many beautiful, beautiful things and even a past life experience. So I'd kind of gone to this gong bath with an intention of wanting clarity because I hadn't found that clarity in my reading previously with Emma, which I wanted. And you know, I I had intuition, I knew what I, but I wasn't quite believing it. So I just wanted that kind of confirmation. So I was receiving intuition that all was well and everything's great, but I, you know what I mean? Like, you just like, I just kind of want that external person to kind of validate it for me. So I wasn't getting that anywhere. And I had that extreme validation through this gong bath, like multiple times. And I was like, wow, like this is some trippy shit. Like, I, if I could even like explain to you the visuals, like what happened, the past life. Now, now the past life that came up for me is really interesting because it was so vivid. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I've never had this before. And it was sent to help me to heal a part of me, which is blocking this kind of aspect of my life that I wanted clarity on. So it was really interesting because it helps me to unlock why I am fearing that certain thing. And I was like, wow, like when you think about it, of course I would feel that in this lifetime if that's happened to me in a past lifetime. Also, apologies, I've just realised that my microphone has not been recording for the last 11 minutes and that it's been going through the computer audio instead. So I'm sorry this podcast sounds orderly mismatched, but we're back on track, we're good. So for me, as soon as I got back, I journaled it all out because so much had come to me. Like I was like, I need to remember this. Like so much physically came to me and I was worried I wasn't gonna remember it if I'm honest because when I came out of the gong bath, it took me a while to integrate back into my body. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like I literally had to like really sit there and be like, 
I'm back in the room. Um, I felt quite dizzy. I had to drink a lot of water and she was like, you really need to drink a lot of water because um, the kind of gongs activate like every cell in your body and like into healing. So obviously like our bodies are made out of water. So you really need to make sure you're drinking lots of water. So as soon as I had lots of water, kind of sat there for a few minutes, like I slowly came back into my body and felt okay to like walk home. But I was a bit like scatty of like, I feel like I've literally like, jump dimensions and I'm back and I don't know where I've been um so I came back journaled it all out and it was really really important and what then happened was I cried for about 20 minutes about this past life and I've never had this before I just felt so sad for this woman I just felt so upset and it was obviously triggering so much within me which I had to heal in this lifetime and that's what I want to say like anything like that that does come up for you like really really allow yourself to cry it out to feel it because you're meant to to heal it like that is you know the wound is where the light enters so by feeling these things allowing these things to pass through us that is the way to finding your healing like you can't suppress it you can't ignore it like it hasn't happened it's come up for a reason so for me out of everything you know that gong bath today was bloody transformational like I've probably walked away with more transfer like downloads clarity and answers than I've ever had before in my life and I did that like you know obviously Scania activated it with her amazing gongs but I did that and I was like see Emma like you have you are the oracle you can uh, like have those answers yourself and trust those and what came through was absolute clarity like no confusion like everything resonated and I was like damn yes like yes 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 and I you know I found something now which really really works for me and really really grounded me because although I I would love to say to you I ground myself regularly I am terrible I do forget and obviously that's like really something that I need to do because of the work I do and it feels good to be grounded in general and it's really funny because the new moon was a couple of days ago and the the card I pulled for my like what I need to focus on in this new moon was staying grounded to mama earth and I was like huh how freaking ironic that that's what I did today so it was all meant to be so I'm super super happy about it like really feel good and obviously I'm fully aware that you know the fact I have cried hysterically about this past life already today and had to journal stuff probably means that the next 48 hours will maybe be a bit of ups and downs of feeling it feeling good feeling it feeling good feeling it and feeling good so I'm not going to judge how I feel for another 48 hours but you can tell when like a deep healing's occurred because of the things that come up, the blocks that came up for me, like I've got goods to work with now, which is brilliant. So again, like I, you know, I haven't gone into any of these experiences with like a really specific thing to heal. It's been a case of these things have kind of come up for me and I've thought, oh my God, like I never even knew that was there. This is great. So for me, like the last year of my life has been deeply deeply healing on so many levels of lessons healing learning to heal myself and trusting the universe more than anything 
So what I really wanted to share with you as well is actually my friend Hannah's experiences of healing. Because although I've kind of gone for healing more of, I don't want to say a bit of fun, but more of just spiritual exploration and just feeling intrigued more than anything or feeling called to, is obviously my friend Hannah has done a lot of healing through her life for health reasons with her chronic illness. And Hannah's been like such a good sort of like best bud and spiritual bud to me in the sense of I've been able to go to her and say, I'm feeling this, what does this mean? And she's like, hey, I've gone through all of this. Like, I know how you're feeling. It's fine. It's a spiritual crisis. It's a healing crisis. Just chill. So she's obviously like helped me a lot through this process and like helped me to understand what I'm feeling and past lives and what's coming up and how to heal it, etc., etc. So if you want to listen to a good podcast, Hannah's also been on this podcast talking about her experiences with healing and her chronic illness and how she just had to stop. And I remember her story so much of the time when she told me, she was like, you know, I just had to stop and live my life because she was like, I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds on these healers, on these courses, on these everything under the sun. And she was just feeling disempowered and she had to take her power back and realize that, like I said, that a healer just triggers the healing within you. Like, and that's all they're meant to remind you of is your own inner power. And it was when she really reclaimed her power that her health really drastically improved. So I said to her like, Hannah, I'm recording this podcast today. And obviously I want this podcast to be like super helpful for everybody, whether they're just exploring like I am, or they have a chronic illness and they are trying all these healing processes and what the top tips are you know, in your situation, like what you would suggest to someone who wants to find healing for actual health issues. Now, Reiki's obviously great for healing um, emotional and physical things. And I definitely think for myself, my healing has absolutely been emotional blockages, past lives and things like that. Um, Emma did say that she was going to, with crystal healing, work on my acne, but it didn't, like, I didn't notice any differences. Personally, I noticed more differences from actual hormone changes, which I did with my doctors and skincare, which I did with a dermatologist as well. So that for me was the like big, big things I noticed. I'm not saying like 100% didn't work, but for me, those are the things I did afterwards, which really helped me. And one thing that Hannah said to me was like, really get good at listening to your intuition. Like she said, it can be easy to get swept away with what people are saying to do this, do that and the other. And this, when she told me this, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And I can even relate to this of that example of when Emma was telling me like in my most recent like kind of reading slash spiritual enmity of like do this do that you know this is what I feel you need to do and I was like no 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 and that is no reflection on her or anything at all I love her to pieces but what was coming through was like not resonating with me so I absolutely agree with what Hannah's saying to you there of if a healer as a coach or anything you know like People, you know, I've openly spoken about my acne on Instagram for ages and so many amazing people, you know, sent me through great recommendations, things to look into. And obviously I only did what resonated with me. Like if it didn't resonate with me, it didn't resonate with me, simple, and I wouldn't try it. So definitely like, you know, don't listen to your intuition. If someone is advising you to do something, even if they are in the professional manner and you just think, do you know what? My intuition is saying, hell no, listen to that. That is a sign. It's not to say to ignore all medical advice. Absolutely not. There is medical advice out there for a very good reason, but it is like trusting your inner ability of what is going to work for you. You know, I 
for instance, with my acne, you know, my doctor said, you know, I, I can refer you to a dermatologist at the hospital. We can put you on Racutane, which is like a very, very intense acne treatment, which is like a very last chance saloon and it can actually cause depression. And it's a, you know, a couple of my friends have been on it and it is a, a real last option as it can, you know, really fuck you up sometimes. And that's not what I wanted whatsoever. My intuition was like, no. So I was like, look, I don't think my acne is that bad. Like I've known people who have gone on that and my acne is not that bad this is hormonal this is you know an internal job as well and I think we should try something else and I was right it worked what we tried and you know I didn't have to go down that path of serious serious treatment which would have knocked me off massively I feel spiritually hormonally and you know I just didn't even want to think about having depression again absolutely not you know I know it's a side effect it could or couldn't happen maybe but it's not something I felt drawn to whatsoever so absolutely listen to your intuition because your intuition like knows the freaking way and Hannah also said like give give things time to work and again I agree with this of you know look at me in my healing crisis of and a day in I was like oh my god it's so much worse oh it's awful and it wasn't it was the healing process taking place and again the only other example I have is my acne of my dermatologist friend and you know my doctor like you need to give everything three to six months to like actually even work so you know obviously that's different for every single health condition out there but for acne specifically when you're changing things up you really have to give it three to six months per thing like per product per whatever the doctor is going to give you to see changes so for me my acne my acne journey has been a year and a half because I've had to try so many different things to even get to this point to find something that worked and you know for me it was actually an emotional thing once I I tried so so much and I was like come on universe I'm being positive look I really love the skin I'm in I'm not affected by this but I just don't want it it's not that I don't love myself and I don't love my skin of course I do I've embraced it I go makeup free you know I go makeup free on social media like it's not a self-love thing it is just a I want to clear it because I'm 26 or nearly 26 I don't want acne still so I couldn't understand why the universe wasn't helping me out here with, you know, I'm, I'm taking action, I'm going to the doctors, seeking a dermatologist, why wasn't anything happening? And it was when I let go of a lot of emotional baggage in my life that my skin literally turned around in a few weeks and I was like, wow, okay. So it was that easy all along, was it universe? So, you know, definitely give the time, like give things time to work because, you know, whether it's the healing crisis stage, whether it's, I don't know what, whatever your, your kind of illness, whatever could be, you know, give it time to work. Don't just rush into doing things really quickly, really close together, because, you know, even like psychic readings, they say you should only have them every six months. Um, like you shouldn't have them any sooner than six months so do you know what I mean like I know that different healing things are different but yeah like you don't want to do it all the time every time because obviously you're not allowing the healing to integrate you're not allowing the kind of changes and up leveling to kind of take place if that makes sense but I think over everything like what I know Hannah would say and what I would say is to trust yourself here like a lot of my healing that has happened has happened by trusting myself like look I spent 10 pounds a day on a gong bath. I was led there for an hour with me, myself and I listening to some gong music or well, it wasn't music, she was actually doing it. So some gong bathiness and I received the 
biggest clarity, the biggest answers, the biggest downloads, past life healing, healing within myself, blocks come up to healing in this lifetime. Um, And I just feel like a new freaking woman. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, damn, that shifted some big things. And it's, it's almost crazy and like hilarious that the cheapest thing that I've done has massively worked. And like I said, it's not like there was one specific thing I wanted to heal. It's just over the last couple of months, I've kind of wanted that direction. I've kind of wanted that clarity. And by giving up, trying a 10 pound gong bath and not having a psychic or someone who is intuitive to tell me those answers that I seeked or clarity or direction, I gave it to myself in the best way possible. And I have never been able to channel that clearly before. I have never been able to see a past life that clearly before. And I've never been able to see the healing messages and angels that worked with me. And geez, like the visuals were just next level. And I would 100% do this again, 100%. Like again, like she does them every month in my area. I don't think I would go every month just because... I don't know, like, who knows? In a month's time, I may feel that I would like to go again. But like I said, I don't want it to become a thing where I'm like, I need healing, I need answers. I want it to be something I do because it feels right and it feels in alignment and maybe I just want that little spiritual MOT to pump me up and, you know, whatever, whatever I need at that time. So that's what I would suggest to you always, like, don't turn it into a I have to go. Turn it into I want to go because it feels good to me and it feels in alignment. So I hope you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, guys, of all the weird and wonderful ways I have experienced spiritual healing over the last few years. Um, Again, I didn't really do it intentionally. I didn't really seek out these things. A lot of them found me. A lot of them are recommended to me. I've tried things. Some things have worked. Some things haven't, as you've heard. So this is really a case of like trying things and seeing what vibes with you, what resonates with you. And hopefully you've heard a few things today which you've never even heard of before, which you're like, oh, I can go and research that. I'm sure I'm gonna like try numerous things over my lifetime, but... I'm just really grateful for the, you know, the people who have come into my life have been massive, massive shifters for me, not necessarily in what they've told me or what, you know, in the sense of predictions, but in the sense of the healing they've been able to give me by opening me up to my own inner healing, like, you know, the techniques I've learned, the Reiki that I've even attuned myself to with qualifying and stuff like that, you know, the protection I've learned off George, all of these beautiful things, like all the right people have found me at the right time. And I've been like, wow, like this was divinely meant to happen because I look at myself a year ago to where I am today. And I've gone through probably the biggest transformation of my life. And, you know, I look at my spiritual awakening three years ago. I mean, geez, that was big, but this is like another big transformation. And I'm just super proud of myself for listening to my own power, for trying these things and bringing it back to myself. You know, writing off what doesn't didn't resonate with me, writing off which just didn't vibe with me and trusting myself over everything because that is what the universe wants. You need to trust yourself, trust your vibes and trust your intuition because it will always, always know the way. So thank you so much guys for listening to my podcast episode. I hope it has given you a lot of clarity and maybe even some new things you can go and explore. And if you want to know about my spiritual queen retreat, the link will be down below or on my website as well if you want to come and join us. 
So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things spirituality and positivity. And I hope you all have a fantastic week, whatever you're up to. And I will see you in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.